0: Lock Talk Radio. Mama, I understand your mini sleep in tonight. When you sit, and you think about.
1: with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the empire where the Empress speaks and
2: the Empire listens. Yes, yes, yes.
1: always here and I'm always scrambling to find the date when it is the date. Yes, it is Sunday. Okay, we're going to have to put some people all ready because they're listening to themselves. I'm going to go ahead and put you on on mute. Uh, it is Sunday, let's see, January, March, April, April the 12th, 2015, and tonight we're talking about paper marriages, paper marriages, what is paper marriage? We're going to talk about what marriage is, and I call it paper marriages when it's just own paper like everybody that said I do and bought the dress and everybody that's wearing the ring I think it's on the left I don't forgot you know I used to be there I've forgotten which hand it's supposed to be on I think it's supposed to be on the left hand on the on the finger next to the bird like over there I think this was the so if it's not you know text me let me know if it's not but you know I, this all came about because I got this news feed about Mary Kay Letourneau, and when I saw her name, I knew I knew the name, and I didn't know what I remembered it by. And it was about the lady who, back in 1997, was convicted of having sex with a 13 year old. I was like, "What? Like, yeah, she was, she was boinking a 13 year old to the tune of making a baby. Like, they made a baby. Uh, she got convicted of child rape." went to jail, and was out on probation after, you know, giving birth to that child and was found with him again. So she not only was, you know, just on a six-month probation, she ended up having to go back. I can hear somebody already taking a very deep breath. Is that, like, ridiculous to you? I mean, they did get married, so I think they made it better. Uh, We got two people on the phone tonight who are guests of the show, and they're here to try to, you know, help me because, I, people tell me that I'm anti-marriage. I'm not anti-marriage. I just don't really know what it's about. And in this particular case, her marrying him, now she's 43, he's 22, they have two children. I don't know if that made sense. I don't know if that fixed the situation, if the situation is okay now because they're on paper. I mean, does age really matter? What is marriage? Who's supposed to be getting married? And why are people getting married? I mean, it's 70%. Of the populations of people who do get married actually divorce. That statistic almost is the same for second marriages. It used to be 50, 50% of first-time marriages end in divorce. Now it's 70% of first-time marriages that actually get to happen end in divorce and about 73% of second-time marriages uh, divorce after I think it's five years. Now I don't have all my statistics, but we got Walter Johnson on the phone with us tonight, and Miss Maria uh, O'Fre on the phone with us tonight. They were so gracious to be on the show with the Emperor tonight, and we're going to talk about it. I want to talk about it, firstly with Mister Johnson, only because he is. Uh, where are you? Did you say you were out of town, Mister Johnson? Are you there? And can you hear me?
3: Yes, ma'am. I'm actually. Uh, I'm actually in Las Vegas on vacation. Um, you know, I apologize mm. if there's a little bit of an echo. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, in Las Vegas right now. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're we're having fun, and I'm more than happy to be on the show. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, and I'm excited okay. to dive into this topic.
1: Okay, tell me, first of all, are you on vacation with your wife? Can I ask that question? Because I think Las Vegas, I've never been, I've heard, it's the place where everything is just everything. Like, you have all the fun in the world. Is that where you're taking your wife, or is that just where you're going to have some fun?
3: Well, you know what? I actually asked my wife um, initially when I found out about the trip. The, uh, well, well, firstly, to answer your question, no, my wife is not with me, unfortunately, and I'm miserable here without my wife. Um, my wife doesn't do Las Vegas. So when when I told her about the trip, I told her, you know, that I was going with some friends. Um, some are married. Uh Uh, And, you know, some Uh are dating And I said, okay, well, you know, but but they're all good friends of mine I said, okay, well, you know, we're going to Las Vegas And the first question she asked was, Where am I invited? I said, of course, you're my wife Of course you're invited But, you know, and I, (laughs) first of all, I think that was a test I think that was a test but you know, she said, "Well, you know, I don't really do Las Vegas, so you know, have fun. I'll see you when you get back." So unfortunately, my wife is not with me. You know, so you know, I'm, I'm miserable Aww. here without my. As 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 you know, as, as untruthful as that may seem, I'm definitely miserable here without my <laughs> wife. You know, but I'm definitely definitely wearing yes, my yes. wedding ring. So uh, she made sure I packed oh. my wedding ring. Matter of fact, that that was packed a week before. Both both of them were. So yeah, I had my, I got <laughs> we had three wedding make rings. Sure. Got one on, and I got two <laughs> packed in my bag. So there was no excuse for me not to ever have my wedding ring.
1: Oh, uh, so you you got you got three of the same rings just in case something happens, like just in case you have one of those movie moments where, you know, it slips off when you're swimming. Yeah, when you're swimming and you need yeah. to make sure that you're not ashamed of being married. You you're not ashamed of being married. You're, you're not of being married. Tell not. me first what why did you get married? Why did you well, get married?
3: Well, honestly, I, I got married because it, it makes better sense financially, uh, to be married. Um you know the, the 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 phrase is is cheaper to keep her. I realize me me dating and me you know having a wife. Honestly, you know, and and, and my mind boggles back and forth. You know, and I'm I'm gonna get you know serious here uh, in a bit. But I I got married honestly because uh, I I grew tired of the lifestyle that I was living. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Um, as lifestyle be, being a single bachelor here in Atlanta, fun for the years, but I I needed you know I I I needed to do right you know, by, by, you know, my Lord, of course. And I I needed, you know, a wife. So I, I, I was ready for a wife. And so, you know, when, when I found my wife, um, we instantly knew by the third day, we instantly knew that we would be husband and wife. And as a man, I can say, you know, that it may upset a lot of men, but as a man, I'm going to just, you know, let you in on the secret. Men know instantly when we found a wife, it, it, it doesn't take us a long time, so I knew instantly, you know really? that that she was my wife. Oh yeah, we. If if a man tells you that you know he needs to date and date and no, that's not true. A man knows, I would say, within three to four months, um, whether or not the woman he's dating uh, has the potential to oh, be his wow. wife. You know, so so that that's, that's just a little insight, you know, on that. Um, but yeah, you know, so I I I got married because you know it, I, I've always wanted to be a husband. You know, but I got married because I I. The 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 single life and and going from woman to woman it get a, it it gets old after a while and I'm only 29 years old but it, it it get it got old after a while you know so I'm like ah uh, wow. I need to change I I need a wife you know so you know I, I all all of the wrong ones approached me so in my time I figured I'd have mm. fun with the wrong ones until the right one came and so when my wife came I instantly, hey. <laughs> I instantly knew you know and I cut everybody off and said hey listen I think I found some special hill so uh Thank you all. So, you know, I I go go ahead and lose my numbers, you know, if you will. Um Yeah, you know, so you didn't it, chase it, 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 it didn't come.
1: Didn't ch- now, now, yeah, listen, it, what's so funny yes, is I saw your I saw one of your videos that was actually sort of mm-hmm. kinda on this topic. It was about like as a single person, like you're trying to just hook up, I guess, and you go through all mm-hmm. of these people who were there at you know, for a moment and then they're they're not there. But then you said you know when you go together, and you know when you're with somebody, when some certain <laughs> things happen. So you Absolutely. know some things when 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 it's your wife. Like what exactly do you know? Because guys don't admit to that. I mean, that's the aha for me. I have never heard a man admit that when they meet someone that they knew,
0: other oh, like yeah. than two oh, or yeah. three
1: dates, that that was my wife. Are you serious?
3: Oh yeah, you know because well I'm gonna address both things. So with, with my, I knew she was gonna be my wife. When she farted around me and was comfortable with it, I knew, and and it didn't gross me out because it was so loud. Honestly, I thought someone was breaking into the house. That's how loud it was. So when she did it around me and I didn't get alarmed and it it didn't upset me, I said, well, you know, I I, I can deal with this, you know. Um, And and then what, what put the icing on the cake is when both of our phones were dying, and she took her phone off of the charger and let mine charge up. I said, Okay, no other woman would do this. She's showing oh, wow. signs of sacrifice. You know what I mean? And and, and so that that's <laughs> that's when that video kind of you know, kinda of made me say, you know what, okay, I I think, you know, she she definitely has what it takes to be Mrs. Johnson but I'll address that because honestly, you know, you know, as I said, men we know you you know kinda of how like females, you know, like women, you all know when when you found your perfect ring or your perfect car or things like that. Well, the same thing applies to a man because you have you have to understand one thing. As a man, we're only designed yeah. to love one to two women really hard, and the first love goes to our mom, you know. And so when we find a woman we deem wow. good enough, when we find a woman, we have to love – understand, the, the the Bible says this woman has to come before our own mother. So when we find that uh-huh. woman, this woman – we're getting ready to love you more than our own mom. So when we find you, it's like we instantly know because, you know, it, the, the thought of I can see myself loving you more than my own mama, and she birthed me, you know what I mean? I love nobody more than my mom, but I see a woman who's come along oh. now that, that now I can love more than my mom, and that's hard to do. So, again, it, yes. it you know, I, I, a friend of mine, uh, she, she's been dating this guy five years, um, and I'm not knocking mm-hmm. her, but I, I, I comment, I said, well, you know, I just want you to know that you're too old to just have a boyfriend, you know, um, if, if he's not showing any signs, And she said, well, you're still trying to – I'm like, you know what, listen to me. It doesn't take a man that long to know. He knows when you're the one, and he knows when you're not the one, you know. So, you know, men, uh-huh. we, I don't care. If you ask a man who's married and a man – you know, a man, a man knows when he's found his wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you oh. know, so, so a, a lot of my videos surface from, you know, my wife and the things that I observe with my wife and the things wow. I was thinking like, wow, had you know, I mean, I'm able to deal with this, I'll marry you, you know, because my wife, she has I'm I'm yeah. not very tall. You know, I'm just gonna put I'm not very tall at all. And so my wife she does wow. things to to sh my, my wife does things to uh play on my height. Like she'll put things very high up where I can't reach them. You <laughs> know what I mean? And so the fact that I didn't get a divorce from her, um, you know, it makes me think, okay, well, if she does that and I stay with her, you know what I mean. So because no one right, so for my cereal and for my cups to be in the top shelf, there's never a reason for that to happen, you know. When I but but I think the biggest when my wife saw me tiptoe and grab something, mm-hmm. that's when and, and she didn't care, nor did she laugh. Mm-hmm. She understood, and so I knew then she'd be my wife because you know there 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 were moments where she could have laughed. Uh, because I tipped right. and the only thing about tiptoeing when you're short—if you tiptoe and reach for something, and your shirt comes mm-hmm. up and it shows your stomach—that's just embarrassing as a okay. man, you know. So <laughs> she, 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 she didn't—you know—she didn't laugh. She didn't talk about me to my face, uh, and so you know. But
1: <laughs> she pulled your shirt. She pulled your shirt down over your navel and said, "Baby, that's okay. I get it for you."
3: She pulled my shirt and down over my navel. I said, this woman is heaven sent This woman is heaven sent This is the the person to be my wife
1: Listen, since you brought it up And I I don't wish divorce on anyone It is to me the worst thing in the world Because it's actually a death With a person actually living and breathing still In most instances But is there, since there's such a knowing That, okay, this is my wife Is there a knowing when there needs to This is not, like something ain't right and I need to get out of here. Can you do that over and over again? Or, or or do you think you get one shot or two shots since you only get two real hard lovers to get it right? What, what do you think?
3: Well, uh, I, I personally think you only get one chance at your soul. And if you're lucky enough, you get to marry them, you know. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you 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 only get that one true love, and if you if, if God blesses you to where you get to marry them, and then fine, well and good, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you should divorce, the hardest thing in the world is is to divorce the person you once loved, and then try to live in this life knowing mm-hmm. that they're still here, mm-hmm. you know, possibly dating somebody else, you know. Um, just just trying to fathom right. that whole aspect of it. But uh, you know, I I, mm-hmm. I think everybody gets their, gets that one chance at, at at true love, you know, um, and you have to mm-hmm. take advantage of it now. In the instant where it doesn't work and divorce comes, um, you know, it, it, you can try over and over and over again, you know, um, until you get it right, you know. But because I think everybody deserves to be happy, you know. But it just, it just, it just depends on if you want to keep giving it that go. Because if I ever get divorced, then that's just it, you know. I have to, I have to, I have to ask for forgiveness in advance because I go, I'll go back to my old ways because I couldn't see myself, you know, going through the whole, you know, thing of meeting another woman and, and trying to. Get to know them, you know, and trying to stop doing things that I like to do and having to share my sentiments crunch, things like that. So I I, I can't imagine having to keep doing those things. So I just I'd rather be single. But you know I think some people want you know or you know they 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 have an they they want marriage or 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 uh-huh. they yearn for the need to be loved by another human being another individual. Um and so you yeah. know it's d- divorce is a very unfortunate situation it's, you know, it, right. I, I, I feel like you are the only person that will never upset you. You are the only person who will never let yourself down, you know. um. So mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you, at the end of the day, you are happy with mm-hmm. whatever because you can't count on yourself. So you have, you, know, you, you really, you know, it, it's ideally you can, you know, hope for that from another person, but ideally it's just yes. you, you know. So you have to make sure that well. at the end of the day, I'm doing something. You know, if I have to be myself, and doggone it, I'll be myself. At least I'm happy by myself.
1: Well, I appreciate it. And I know that you're on vacation. I want you to enjoy the rest of your very merry and happy. Vacation in Las Vegas, and I need you to buy the biggest gift for your wife because I think she'll appreciate it. I think she, I mean, I just think that if, you know, and I've heard this before, you know, married men go on vacations with their friends, and some are married and some are not, and it's not like welcome. Like, wives are like totally against that. No, you ain't going with them because you're going to be thinking you're with them and stuff. So, you have a beautifully open hearted wife that totally trusts you. So, I think you should come home bearing gifts.
3: Don't you think for, oh oh absolutely. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I would be a fool to come home empty handed. Yeah, I'd be a fool to come home empty handed. <laughs> and and the thing and, and, and with and with that is, you know, because I I've talked to because I, I know some guys who, whose wife don't really want them to go to the mailbox by themselves, you know. Um, but it, it, uh. it's just because that 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 truck that trust factor has erased, you know, because the man has done something. Let me, you understand this.
0: Uh-huh. Women
3: aren't Women don't go into a relationship or a marriage and not trusting a man at all. You know, they for every action there's Wild. a dance, You know, and and what we fail to realize mm-hmm. is, it's something that we've done. You know, if, if you cheat or if you give her a reason to act a fool, she will. You know, I'm, I'm I'm able to, to travel even when when my wife is not able to come. Whether I'm going, you know, going uh-huh. to city to city, you know, to do a show, she knows that I'm going, uh-huh. you know, to perform. And to get, you know, mm-hmm. and, and coming back home, she know she knows I'm coming back home too. But I've never given my wife a reason to think otherwise, you know. So I'm able to go freely, right. you know. Sometimes if I have to go mm-hmm. without her, I'm, I'm able to go freely, and she just, you know, okay, babe, see you when you get back, because we we we, mm-hmm. we 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 have that trust, you know. I haven't done anything to jeopardize that trust. So anytime trust is jeopardized either from a man or a woman, then it's it's so mm-hmm. difficult to come back from that because it, everywhere they go you know, it, it's going to raise the red flag, but why is it taking so long, you know, and it's going to cause arguments. So, you know, I, I can go anywhere yeah. I want to. I don't, but I can go anywhere I want to, you mm-hmm. know. um, I, 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 And if my wife can't come, she knows that I'm going here for this, and I'm coming right back.
1: Right. That is beautiful. Do you have anything happening in the near future? Because I want to release you back to, I want to say the wow, but release you back to <laughs> Las Vegas and enjoy your uh, activities. Do You have anything coming up soon? Anything you want to let us know about?
3: You know what? Um, Act Lab, a show in May. Um, I'm putting on a uh, a a gospel comedy show in May here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, in 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 the Kennesaw uh-huh. area. Uh, the, the, the third week of. I have more details on my Facebook page, and I'm actually working on my first. Uh, one-hour special in Birmingham in July. So uh, all the details, just a heads-up, all the details are definitely going to be coming up soon. We're in the works on that. Um, For more details, everybody can follow me on Instagram. Uh, My name is at WVJCEO, WV as in Victor, CEO. Uh, And on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Walter Johnson. There are several Walter Johnsons, but I am the Walter Johnson, just, Put that out there. I'm defaulting. Uh, no, um, you know that's my Facebook, my Instagram. Uh, uh I have a Christian Mingle account, and it's Mr. Missionary69, uh, on Christian Mingle. Um, uh, no, I'm joining
0: I'm <laughs> <What? laughs> okay. I was talking. I was <laughs> I said
1: okay, so I'm so excited that you're coming to Birmingham. Please remember the Empress when you get here because we're going to have a good time. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mr. Walton. No problem.
0: Thank you all so much for having me. Yes, 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 yes.
1: I don't have a lot of control over my clap button, so I just want to make sure that y'all hear that I did say kudos to my my boy, Walter Johnson. Let me tell you something. When I saw "Here's How You Know We Go Together video, I watched it like a hundred times because it was like these are things that happen. And you don't even think about it. I mean, even okay, and my next favorite is the one that you posted about uh what the guy shouldn't do. Like I ran through oh, man with a couple of guys and asked <laughs> them to please look at it and they said this dude is like a hundred. He like he needs to write a Bible because all of what he said and, and I, the whole couch thing, it was like, Are you serious, the couch? Like yeah. you really have yeah. to sit on extreme
3: Absolutely, Absolutely absolutely. Either you stand up or sit on the floor, or just come back another time. You know, but uh, under no circumstances should three men, as three adult men, should ever be sitting on the couch together. Because, because he, and I'll tell you why. Knees are gonna touch. Knees are gonna touch, and you cannot have your knees touching another man. You can't risk. You can't risk that. You know, so.
0: Well,
1: let me. Okay, now, this is not a sex show, but this is a marriage show, and you are a married person, and, of course, you've had a life before, and I know you've done lots of interviews with a lot of other men who are still single. You might even know some people who have participated in uh, multiple relationships. Living in Atlanta, I mean, it's kind of, you know, not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. What is the deal with men in the gym then? If it's okay with men in the gym to hang out and, and and on the football field to, like, pat each other on the booty, like, why can't you sit on the couch? Like, we're watching TV, We're not doing anything physical. Nobody's sweating or anything like that. Why would you – I mean, I'm, I'm going to put – I'm going to get three friends, and I'm going to ask them to sit on this couch, and I'm going to see if it happens, because I don't think that means anything. <laughs> I think it's just that y'all are just retarded when it comes to certain
3: things. You know what? With that, you know, mm-hmm. in aesthetics. You somebody on the ass because they made a good play or a good hit or a good shot. You don't pat somebody uh-huh. on the ass for sitting down right on the couch. You know what I mean? So you sit on the couch, like, hey man, I like the way you sit down. Good job. Smack them on the ass. You know. Uh-huh. So in, in, anytime three men are uh-huh. sitting down, it should be if three men are on it. Well, actually, there's never a time three men should be sitting on the couch. But there needs to be a. Some type of sporting event going on, and where it's a lot of people there. But you know, I guarantee mm. you, you know, if you put three men on the couch together, somebody's going to say, you know what, I'll stand. Somebody should. You know them. what, man, stand, or somebody will get up because you don't. Number one, as soon as your knee cap, as soon as your kneecaps touch each other, then you you're you're kind of in a relationship. You don't know it yet because there is energy being transmitted. Through your kneecaps, actually, I, I did a, I did research on it. Energy oh, can be transmitted through your kneecaps. Uh, right. <laughs> so it, it, everything I'm saying, and I left one man rule out, and It probably be on my next video, but as, there there's a problem. Just to get, kind of give you a heads up and a sneak peek, um, when when okay. when men are in the bathroom, like a public bathroom, and, and there's urinals, um, uh-huh. there should be a good a good distance each urinal. So if I'm at one urinal. A man should not come into the very next urinal. You need to skip two or three ur- urinals, but um, it's just right. a man like standing right next to me while I'm using it When it's like nine other the urinals, it actually happened to me, and it bothered me. I almost fought the guy, um, but I was at church. So I Do
0: you... <laughs>
1: Listen, I got one more question, we're going to let you go. But, oh. <laughs> don't fight the pastor, okay? Don't hit the pastor. But, like, when women go out, like, we, even as an adult, I'm much, much older than you. I'm 41 years old. And a lot of women don't go to the restroom in social situations by themselves. Do the man right. ever ask someone to go, like, go with them? Is that, is that not okay, Y
3: You know what? Because here's how that sounds. Hey, Chris, I'm going to the bathroom. You want to come with me for what? You know what I'm saying? So right. there, there's there's no masculine way to ask a man, hey, I'm going to the bathroom, come with me. I don't need your help to do anything in the bathroom. I don't need you to look at me and tell me I look good. I don't need you for anything in this bathroom. <laughs> that should, because I mean, if 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 you saw two men standing there, okay, and he said, hey Chris, okay. I'm going to the bathroom, come on, go with me. How would you, you know, it, it 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 would probably raise a flag, and two especially two of men, you know, it'll it just, you know, the first question is, well, why why does he have to go with you? Do you need help shaking or it just it just anything, you know? So <laughs> it, it, it's just it's it, you know it's it's society. I don't watch the rules. It's, it's 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 society. Mother nature had it this way, and you know we can't argue with mother nature. You know, the rules have been set before I got absolute, here. So
1: <laughs> you are absolutely right. Thank you so much. For coming on to the show And again he's going to repost that Information for his uh, Events coming up in May He said and also in the Birmingham area coming up in June That is going to be a treat A quick commercial break and Then we're going to open up the lines with Miss Maria O'Fray. and we're going to have The female point of view of course that Was a lot of fun but there's a lot Of truth in what the dude is saying and if You haven't heard his truth just In the car I mean I need you to do Dad, because it will have you screaming even okay? though the empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors the empress welcomes everyone into the empire if you would like to be a guest a co-host or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed contact me by email at empress cooper at gmail.com or by my website at www.demperance.com i'm here i'm you Yes, I am here. Yes, I am you. Yes, we are back. We're going to talk about marriage a little bit. you ready? A little
0: bit louder, please.
1: Yeah. A
0: little bit louder, please. Marriage. David, listen.
1: I also was in the salon this weekend getting my head snatched, and I was reading inside of one of those uh booklets and it wasn't one of those magazines that you're used to this is a music mall magazine with uh, which is uh, what is published in the Birmingham City area and it was just the, the I open up the very first page and I tell you every time I have a topic I have the topic ahead of time and then the information comes to me and there was this first reading and this says ask me it was by a lady named Miss B of course she was holding herself in Cognito and this is what she had to say and it's kind of sort of related she said For the last past six months, I've been sleeping with my fiancé's best friend. I've known this girl since college. We used to mess around, and she had no idea that Jada and I were friends. And until we met at the bar one night, we basically hadn't talked to each other. But after we met, we picked up exactly from where we were and had been going back into this wild, sex-crazed atmosphere sneaking around, late-night calls, 16 trips, whatever you it, Whatever we did in the past, we did it again. And all of a sudden, I realized that this was the girl that my best friend was about to marry. And I wanted to cut it off. I was totally fine with them being together. I was totally fine. I did no longer want to deal with her. And she decided to tell me that if I didn't keep doing this, that she would expose everything, and was willing to hurt this person um, and find it out. And I was like, you know what, I just want to find her and just slap her with a wet towel because it is ridiculous that some people are willing to do these type things inside a relationship. One of the reasons why a lot of marriages don't work used to be primarily because of infidelity, but, but believe it or not, the number one reason no longer is infidelity. You know, some people have shown that they can work through infidelity, they can work through uh, baby mama drama, they can work through a lot of other things. Right now, financials are the number one thing, and actually, Walter said in the very beginning, as a joke, but I think there is some truth to the fact that when you – come together with someone else, you assume a lot of their responsibilities as well. And for a, a different point of view, not particularly with finance, but just with what has happened and what can happen in relationship, I have invited my girlfriend Maria Ofrey to speak with us tonight. And after we talk with her a little bit, we're going to open up the lines. And of course Walter was on vacation and I don't want you to bombard my girl with a whole lot of questions directly to her. I would love for you to join the conversation. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. I do see where we have several calls on the line, and I want to be respectful of time, but I also want to first introduce you to my friend, Maria. And Maria answered the call. She answered the call of duty. The Empress put out a call, and, baby, she answered the call. She said, I'll be willing to talk with you tonight. Maria, are you there? Can you hear me?
4: I am here. I can hear you. Yay, I'm so glad you're willing to speak with us tonight. And I was
1: telling her, just like I'm telling you guys here on The Empire Tonight, it's kind of difficult for me to speak in a perspective that is very, very pro. And I'm not saying I'm anti-marriage. I'm just saying that I'm not married. So very little can be uh, exposed of what it is and how it's supposed to be because I ain't in it. And I can admit that I did not do um a lot of the things that I could have done and I think that marriage was just uh almost an excuse for me. I was not pregnant. I did not have to do it. He asked and I did it, but I didn't take into the gravity of what marriage was, what it actually means and how weighty it is in the responsibility uh, factor. If you could real share with us why did you get married?
4: I got married because I had a a philosophy, the first guy uh-huh. I was going to be intimate with, he was going to uh-huh. literally have to put a ring on my finger uh-huh. because i was I wasn't the type of person to have multiple people. It just wasn't my thing, okay. and okay. when I saw my husband i I was eyeing him like, "Oh, he's you know real dice looking, uh-huh. I want him to be my boyfriend." I wasn't thinking about marriage, but I was thinking about, you know, I want him to be mine. Okay. We did, okay. we dated, okay. and then all of a sudden he was like, I want you to marry me. Okay. Well, hello, you got me. <laughs> so and, you, you know, married. when he. when he uh, Go ahead,
0: go ahead.
4: No, I was just going to say when he met me, he was, you know, he told me right off the bat, you were going to have my kids.
0: Mm. We ain't
4: talking about kids, we ain't talking about marriage.
0: I don't That want to kind
1: of it. almost like, goes no. along with what he said. Walter said that. Walter said he knew in three days that this was the person who was going to be in his life. So in a way, that's actually saying the same thing that he said. Do you think that you knew that you were going to really be married? And and, and if we can, let's put some timelines to it because uh, in three days, uh, I knew I didn't even like the man that
4: I married, but I still married him. So that doesn't I mean I mean
1: I'm just being I'm just being honest. I did not like him. As a matter of fact, I argued with him for those three days over how he was going to get my phone number, or how he got it, or whatever. But that should have been a time. But I still married him. So you say in in in, in what amount of time was it between your mar- your meeting him,
4: your dating him,
1: and you're becoming his wife?
4: So I met my husband in 98 I mm-hmm. was 17, getting ready to turn 18 And we had what we called homecoming dance So I was all mm-hmm. dressed up to the nines With my girlfriends, mm-hmm. And they decided at the last minute They wanted to go to their boyfriend's house At mm-hmm. 10 o'clock at night Now me, I'm like, oh. uh, it's curfew time I gotta get home Y'all tripping, but I went anyway, and I walked in the door and I see this guy that I was eyeing at the video store mm. sitting in the chair, mm-hmm. and they sitting at the table and they playing dominoes, and his cousin, as I'm walking through the store, hits him on the arm and says, "A B, she tall, you tall, y'all should get together," mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, okay." No. And so, no. you know, that was like a ninety eight. So January of that year, the next year, we called each other on the phone, and he was like, you want to go out? Yeah, I sure. <laughs> and we went yeah. out, and then probably like six months later, you know, he's in his room, and I had the feeling that he was going to say, would you marry me? because he was being real secretive, and in his room. And I'm like, why he in his room? I'm out here. What is he doing? And I'm like, he better not ask me to marry him. Sure enough, I walk in the room, and he's down on one knee. Will you marry me? Yes. (laughs) Right now, yes. (laughs) And so that was my moment. Like, he knew and I knew, and it was almost like we were on the same wavelength that we were the people that we wanted to be with at that moment in time in our life. And I'm and I'm 35, and, and I'm still with him.
1: And, and that's a beautiful thing. And I want to go ahead and try to open up the line because people are, I mean, there are a lot of calls on the line. And um, some, <clears throat> I'm sorry, if some are actually calling through the website so I'm able to see the names that you've used. And if it's okay, I will identify you by those. But before doing that, I did ask online, I said, I have a really simple question, and, of course, you know, these men folk, they get so scary when you ask just blanketed questions. Where did you meet the love of your life? Ask questions, people answer. The women had no problems with just going and answering the damn question. You know, I said <laughs> answer the question. And some people wanted to say that the love of their life was uh, their child, which I love my children too. But, of course, we're doing a show on relationships, and I do not want you to tell me that you are married Kay Laterno, I want you to tell me where you met. <laughs> Some people were so candid. <laughs> Some people inbox me. They told me I met I met him in his room. That's why I met him. Oh, One Lord. person told me I met him at the Fertility Institute of New Orleans in 1991 via ultrasound. She was talking about her baby. One girlfriend of mine said <laughs> I met him at the social club. Uh, uh, a couple of my friends say the Lord is still making him because I ain't met him yet. Some people say I met him in the church. I met him at Funk Fest. I met him at the video store. That was you, Maria. I met him at the uh, yes, video ma'am. store. One girl said I met him at Walmart. And see, I'm in Walmart all the dogs on time. I should have met somebody by now, but I ain't met nobody. I <laughs> met nobody nowhere. But then I get down to the bottom. One girl said I met him on a blind date, couple of blind dates, actually. Then I get down to one of my classmates and he said, I'll miss her in the strip club. So I don't think that there's any place that you cannot meet a mate. We're going to go ahead and open up the line. Pianchi, Pianchi, I see you've been online with me the entire time. Are you there? Can you hear me? Pianchi, Pianchi?
5: Pianchi? Yeah, I can hear you, but I was just listening.
1: Okay, can you at least tell me, have you met the love of your
0: life?
5: Well,. I No, my because 10 that's taking too I long. Mar- <laughs> I, no, I married my ten-year-old sweetheart. Oh. And, uh, oh. I was married to her for. uh <coughs> Well, she. I was married to her almost. Well, almost. Well, I've been knowing, been around her for almost forty-some odd years, but she passed away in two thousand eight. So.
1: Oh wow! I'm so sorry for that loss. So you were together during that all of that time, correct?
5: Yes, we met when we was about ten.
1: Okay, so tell me this, and I won't put you on front street because you said you were just gonna listen. You met someone when you were ten. You were together for over forty some odd years. So that means that it was a significant enough relationship that there had to be some substance to it—past, sex, past, economics, past. Economic, past uh, who you know Past status Past a lot of those things Because that's the person That you're telling me Was the love of your life Do you think you can Find that again?
5: Well I did Remarry I married uh, A lady uh, In Ghana West Africa And uh, That was a an deal. You just don't marry Someone there. Because you marry You had to get Go through the family And everything else So It's different than What they really? do here in the state you know, listen to your conversation But that's, you know, it's a to here in America
0: Laying down
1: Well, that's That's actually a beautiful uh, I appreciate you sharing That with us because I don't think That we should be that different than any Other culture. 9442 Are you there and can you hear me? 9442 9442, don't be shy If you would like to say something, just say hey Say hey, 9442. <laughs> Just make sure my microphone's working. Hey, 9442, are you there? Okay. They don't want to speak. That's fine. And again, I usually <laughs> give a disclaimer earlier in the show. I tell people I'm not here to out you. Like I don't. I may know you, and I don't have to let the world know that I know you. But I know that everybody has an opinion on different things. This is a show that has about 15 people on block calls. So that means that at least 15 people want to know something about what it means to be on paper. Uh, 8191. Can you hear me, and do you have something to say, 8191? Uh,
2: yes, I can hear you.
1: Okay, do you remember the moment you met the love of your life?
2: Well, me, I was married and divorced, but we met mm-hmm. uh, on – we both did a common job. I had the same career, and we met at the same place we worked. Mm-hmm. And the – and well. The, you know mm-hmm. when you meet somebody that's going to be a part of your life because we're spiritual beings. So you know when you meet somebody that you, you're you going to have an encounter with. It ain't just something that just, you know what I'm saying? When you meet somebody that, that's going to pour into your life, you feel you it right. Away. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You feel it mm-hmm. right. Away. But did you but know
1: that that person was going to be. Uh, like this, I, I personally, and we're gonna go back to Miss Maria because we're gonna try to get keep these people married. Because I am not sure, I'm not, I don't know that marriage uh, is a necessity. But I know that spiritual pull cool that you have with another person, and when that other person does something to yourself that has cannot be replicated, that I do understand. Do you think that it
2: necessitates that you get married? It's not a, it's not a necessity. Because I don't think everybody mm-hmm. is cut from marriage, and then you have to look at the people that you know were married back in the day. We're we're a generation that's cut from a different cloth. We have less patience, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, you know, tenacity to deal with the things okay. that our grandparents' parents we deal with versus now. You know what I'm saying? Just, if your husband mm-hmm. cheated on you, you back in the day, we were kept under the rug and got stay together. But now, you know, it's a total different genre of how people deal with things. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with, you know, people not wanting to stay together.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I I totally agree about that. I think that people have to uh, want to be in it. And we actually had a couple shows, uh, these last couple shows on relationships. We talked about family. We talked about friends. And these are actually relationships, well, your friendship relationship, which a lot of people say you know, I was looking for my friend, and my husband is my best friend. Or my wife is the friend that I was looking for. She's just like one of the boys. It's because it's a choosing each other. It is not like one person chooses and the other person just get on board. It's actually a mutual choosing, one person choosing the other, and vice versa. Whereas family, they, they're there because y'all, you know, somebody has some babies together. And you may not even choose that person if you had the option, but with regard to marriage, it, I think that it, it should be something of a choice, you know. Um, I think, Maria, you said earlier you knew that if somebody was going to be having intimate relationships with you, then you were going to be married to them. Was that like uh, – uh, a religious reason, or a, was it a uh, spiritual knowing that you had? Because I'm going to tell you, I ain't know nothing about no sex at 17. I didn't have sex at 17. I didn't even have sex at 19. I was almost 20-some years old when I had sex for the first time. By that time, I had been dating this man, of course, my ex-husband, for several years. I mean, and it was kind of like it was. I was focused on trying to go to school, so sex was just like one of the extras, and, you know, a lot of men who, are uh, not you know in marriage, but not satisfied. They say it's because of this sexual thing. So, how big a part does sex play in your choice of your mate? Other than you know, he. What if he had said no? What if he had said no? You're gonna have to give me some of these cookies, or else we're not gonna get married. Like what? How did that go?
4: <laughs> well, um, he, he, well, he he would he definitely went with my husband. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, because that wouldn't have worked um, uh-huh. you, you can keep it moving with that, that line um, But <laughs> when if Sex wasn't a, a thing For me It was more so where your head was What was your goals You know do you have aspirations for yourself Now keep in mind I was only 18 But I had goals I knew what uh-huh. I wanted I didn't uh-huh. and, and my husband will attest to this um, When I met him And I saw him uh-huh. Walking through a store And he had a baby in his arm I was like I'm done uh-huh. My uh-huh. rule was I don't want a man with kids I Because I'm not getting ready to fight with nobody Nobody got time for that uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't want to have to uh-huh. Look over my shoulder To find out if you're being truthful If you're being honest I, Nobody wants to live that way So if I'm going to pick you to be with me, then I'm going to need you to be as equally yoked, non-biblically, I should say, uh, as I am. I don't want you to bring no kids to the relationship because I'm not playing step-mommy at 18. Uh I want to go to school. I want to do this. I want to do that. And when I met my husband, he had the same goals. You know, he didn't have kids. He was going to college and pursuing other things in life. And so Uh I think you have to kind of define what you want. So sex never really played a big part for me, but if I was having sex with anybody, it was going to be my husband. Okay. We weren't going to be playing together forever.
1: (laughs) And see, you know, it was interesting that Walter even said earlier, he said that he said giving the advice to an older person that you just can't be, like, 40-something years old going together. Like, you can't
0: be 40-something exactly. years old you deciding can. that you're going to
1: do. But if you're, that, and to me, I think it needs to be quantified on whether or not you want to have a relationship of marriage. If your expectation is to be a married person and you don't share that at the very beginning, then I think that's problematic. I actually had a long conversation last night with one of my other uh guy friends out of town and he is he is not divorced. Okay, he's not divorced, but he's been separated for so many years. He could have had probably two or three kids in between there that would be near uh high school now. Like he's been bound by paper with this person for so long that I don't understand when you don't want to be in something that you just don't end it. So at the same token, if you have a certain idea of what your life is supposed to be like and you decide that this person, you want to be a part of it, what is so hard about deciding to just get, get married? I understand that part, but why are you getting married? Like you got married because you found someone who had the same dreams, the same aspirations as you and you were attracted enough that you knew that y'all were going to end up being more closely knit to each other, and one day he asked you to marry him. Now, if he, this, I mean, you've been married, how many years is that? Because I can't count.
4: How many years is that? It's been 15 years. 15
2: years, okay.
1: Okay, I almost made it to 10, but I didn't quite make it. Okay, is marriage for the long haul for you? Because I am of the belief, and I would love for, and I, everybody that spoke earlier, your phone lines are still open. You can still weigh in if you'd like to. I am of the belief that life in its totality uh, with, with with things that you choose inside of your life, if you can choose them, then you can also make another choice. If you have the options, then you can make another choice. I.E., you can't choose the family. They are giving you, so you can't just, I'm going to denounce you. You are no longer my brother. You are no longer my mother. I, I am <laughs> going to, uh, you know, like, I, it kills me when people say, I am, you are, I'm denouncing you as my mom. Shut up, because you can't do that. Like, that. you cannot do that. That doesn't go. But you can absolutely say that with regard to a car, with regard to clothes, style, where you live. Uh, and you can with the person that you choose to marry because at this point of choosing, there are circumstances that go. And if they don't work out, then I just personally think in order to be full in your life that you should be able to choose again. And I'm not saying just start dumping people. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying there's a way to do everything. I just don't say that you just, you know, she get up that morning and you decide you don't want her and she finds this little note. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you should have a choice. Some people think that once you marry, you marry for life. Walter just said the very same thing. He is committed to her. Um, He feels like it's for the long haul. And if he does not stay married, then that's his one shot he took. Do you think the same way, Maria? Do you think that that's the way that your uh,
4: marriage is set up? I do. I do. Um, I'm in it for the long haul. And, you know, come at hell high water, you know, I don't care if we're not getting along today. We may not get along to the end of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm not going nowhere, so you shouldn't either. Okay. Okay,
1: 8191, do you have anything to say to that point? Do you think that you should absolutely stay in it for the long haul once you've committed to it?
2: I can't concur with that because I'm divorced, been divorced six years. Huh? I guess every uh, this year, So I, I can't say I would be in it for the long haul Because I, I, in, 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 in Relationships people go apart And I guess it all goes yeah. back to the foundation What each person wants coming in Because you know growing up as a child mm-hmm. We all have a structure of mom and dad Being there so when you grow up You want it to be You want to have that mom and dad situation Where you play house and play family and stuff like that Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't have that, that That same case scenario You know what I'm saying yeah. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Pianki, what so, about
1: you? Do you think that it should be like I'm gonna stick in there until things? Because I believe you. I, I absolutely think that if you don't change, something is wrong with you. Like, if I, I, and I don't care how you grin. I don't care how many pretty pictures you put up on Facebook. If you <laughs> are still in the same place in 15 years that you were when you first got married, I think you're either faking. Or I think that life is not challenging. And then you're going through mechanics. Like some people marry for uh, reasons of just having status. And I've actually had guests on here say that I married because I needed to have a wife because it's just not, you know, in my line of work, it's best that I have a significant other. And that's like a very sad thing. I wouldn't want to be your wife and you marry me just so I can look good for you. Like I want you to, you know, I just don't know what I want you to want, but I don't want that to be it. Pianchi, are you there, and can you hear me? Because I want to know from another standpoint, because I don't want to just make it be Maria and Walter who's saying, you know, uh, what they have to say. Everybody have a, has a perspective, and I think that everybody's has equal weight. Do you think that uh, me opting out because he just ain't putting it down in the bed? And like, that's my th- Like, I ain't saying that's my thing. I'm just saying, like, there are things... <laughs> I ain't saying that. That came out wrong. I'm saying that there are different qualifications (laughs) for what makes someone happy. And if you met and under the circumstances that you met, this was the most mind-blowing sex you've ever had. It was the connectedness that you've ever had. And you decide, okay, I'm going to marry. And then all of a sudden she decides to shut her womb off except for on special holidays. That's going to be a problem. Like That's going to be a problem. So what do you think, Pianchi Pianchi?
5: Well, in my case, we, you know, we didn't have our first child till I was like twenty six, and uh, we didn't have sex till after marriage. And if you have children, Ugh. I think that you should stick it out until, because the children, you know, the, the children didn't have to come here, and uh, you have to do what you have to do for them.
1: Oh, so I'm sorry. The way you say it, You say children. cheering. E. N. That's how you say children, and I'm totally with you, but I disagree and I'm gonna tell you why at the end of the show, but let's get back to Maria. Maria, you got some children. Do you have some children with this man? Of 15 years you have some children. Okay. I do, do I you have, think that
4: you should go ahead. Go ahead. No, no no just go ahead, finish. You
1: said you had children. How many children do you have?
4: I have two. I have a boy and I have a girl. Okay. Do you
1: think that your your willingness to ride it out until it's done is weighted with regard to them? And if so, how much of your staying is because of the children?
4: To be honest with you, my children um, are only a small fraction of our marriage. When we got married, Mm -hmm. there was no children. Mm -hmm. I, I married him simply out of love for him. So once Mm -hmm. the children is gone, it's only going to be me and him. And I think that Mm -hmm. it would be a disservice to the both of us, and it's kind of selfish if we really think about it, to stay with somebody just for the children. I mean, circumstances, Mm -hmm. everybody's circumstances are different. You know, Mm -hmm. if if it's for domestic violence or, you know, he's threatening your life or she's threatening your life on a daily, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you need Mm -hmm. to make other provisions. But if something mm-hmm. simple like he don't let the toilet seat down after he used the bathroom mm-hmm. or she don't cook mm-hmm. and she can't cook, and then, you know, those are some things that y'all might need to go see a counselor yeah. about. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. oh, go see
0: somebody you can see carrying to up
4: your marriage for that. And I, somebody said something. Wait a
1: minute. Now, y'all talking over Maria. Who said somebody said it No, I happened? said I'll go teach
2: them how to cook. I'll go somewhere and teach them how to cook. Exactly. Like I don't. Think, I, was, I don't think I that. Was, uh, not to interrupt you, but I want to say you're one of the, the the few that are blessed to be able to encounter something like that. But I just don't think that it was designed for everybody to be. You know what I'm saying? Just happily married. It's just like with everything no, else. I, everything is not designed. I, to, I, I not hear to what
4: happen. you're saying. I just think as that. Much as I, want I think to, that it's I mean, apparent- it just... Yeah. Go ahead. I just think it's a person that you you picked at that particular time. Now, it doesn't say that there's not somebody out there for you now where you are in life that will meet your demands or you will meet their demands because everybody right. does change. So that person that you married the first time, you know, whether it was you guys were young or medical issues or you guys saying, just weren't. I was
2: 26 when I got married.
4: Yeah, you guys just weren't evenly matched. Yeah. Um, that doesn't. Say that later on down the line you can't meet somebody who will meet you where you are, or even yeah. be willing uh-huh. to go with you the distance. nothing's perfect. And put a ring nothing's on your perfect, center. but love is the perfected ailment. Yeah, nothing's, per- nothing's perfect. Nothing's well, perfect. Nothing's perfect, but you got to be that. willing to, to, to give uh-huh. something. Now, and Maria,
1: I'm going to tell you, I, I love the conversation we had, you know, outside of tonight because you were just candid and you were just open and honest, and I, and I love that. And I think that if more people were like that, more people would stay married, okay? And I, I don't think that it's a trick to it. I just think that there's a, a, a vulnerability to it, and, you you know, we talked about some things that made you vulnerable because a lot of people want to say, oh, i, I I chose for the wrong reasons. I actually had a conversation with a group of uh, friends at a place that we sit and we talk and we have these live forums, unpracticed, just whatever. We talked about ice cream, and then we went to talking about marriage. And this guy told me that he was 70. And, and to look at him, you would not know. Because, buddy, when I tell you, <laughs> He can outdo anybody that be at this little place. I be so tired. My feet hurt, and he would be still out there. And he said one of the main things that he wished that he had known was the biblical reference. And I was like, "What biblical reference?" He said, "He said the Bible says, and this is not. I ain't found it yet. Okay." He Ooh, said that no. the Bible said <laughs> that, it, that in order. <laughs> you said that the Bible said in order to have a good relationship or to have a healthy relationship, your Spouse or that person is supposed to be half your age plus seven. And he said, this is particularly to me. He said, it's particularly to me. And I said, now, nah, if you talk about Mary Kay Letourneau, she did it because this baby was 13 years old when she met him, and she was like 20, I don't know, she, she was more than 20 anything because this baby was 13, okay? She couldn't even have in his age because he would have been an embryo. Like she had to go all the way to his mama womb before she even had the baby if that was going to work for her. He said, oh, no, this is not about women. This is about men. Men are better able to lead well when they have a woman that is half their age plus seven because it puts them in a place where they're actually able to be elevated in certain instances, in certain provision capability than a woman. But the women these days, and this is what he says, the women these days, have so much capability by themselves that they don't have a whole lot of need from the men in their lives, and the men are still in a in a place of catching up. So he said, Now tell me, how old was your husband to you? I said, Actually, he was two years younger than me. He said, See, nigga, he was supposed to be a lot older than you, uh, or, or half plus seven, or you're supposed to be a cougar." Now, this is what a grown man said, and when I tell you that every other married man in that room. Said that that was true, that it had some truth to it, You made me Google up some stuff on my Bible. I ain't found it yet. Now, I, I know we were talking about children, and I know we're talking about the differences between where you are in your life and what you're supposed to be. Maria was candid enough to tell me that their life has not always been just beautiful. Like, I, what kills me is when people want to act as if, you know, marriage is just it's, it's not the. It's not that wedding. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. It's just like the baby channel. I watched that baby channel when I was pregnant with these children, <laughs> and I was shocked at my mind when them ladies came and they were telling me I was going to have to have these babies, I was going to have to take this baby home, that that baby was going to be hollering all night. Had they shown me some of that, I would have been prepared. But some things, just like marriage, until you're there, you don't know what you're going to do. Morell, have there been always days where y'all were able to work things out or everything will Perfectly, no
4: ma'am. You know, like things. Okay. No so
1: ma'am. Are you willing to sh- share to me some of the things that people think uh, are to, to mean that some of the things that you felt like you know they use as excuses to get out that you decided to use it as a building block to firm up your relationship.
4: Yeah, I think people when when people say we we're not in love we we've grown apart. How how do you grow apart? I still haven't figured that out because I've heard that before and I've seen couples who've gotten married around us who said that they've grown apart. You know, me and my husband started out when we were young. I was 18 and he was 20-something, Lord help us, um, 21, I believe. I don't remember. Uh-huh. Um, but we were young when we got married, and there is no blueprint to when you get married. You know, just yeah. like there is no blueprint to when you get um, to having kids You don't know what it takes to right. be a wife So I was 19 And married And having babies I didn't know what mm-hmm. it entailed to be a wife Or a mother And so mm-hmm. you know Our communications Were were rough at times mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It was World War III mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. You know I didn't know how to communicate To him and my husband's a really good communicator.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Honey, talking to me and and I don't understand, you're going to get a blank face. All right,
2: all the
1: hanging. You're going to just not, even going to look at you.
2: But can I, take, I, had can I to, take on to that? Can I take yes, on to yes, that? Yes. You people. how can people grow apart? Okay, if we're, people change. And sometimes I could be changing right there in your face and you don't know because I can't re- – we don't read minds. so that's why I say, in a sense, mm-hmm. we grow apart because you know, we, my mindset is changing you don't over a course of time, over a period of time.
4: Right. But, I mean, you know, me and my husband have been together for 15 years. The same things that I did when I was 19 to 25, I don't do now. And the same things that he did when he was 25, he doesn't do now. You you have to make a a compromise. Everybody cha- everybody changes. You change in your work, but you're not gonna leave your job. Uh, you change you you change the way you talk. You don't talk the way you did when you were three. Your vocabulary uh-huh. does grow. So when you're in a relationship, your vocabulary with your spouse is growing. If it's not, then there's a problem. And I think that's where a lot of our young people now are having the misconception that it's better for me to be single and have kids than it is for me to be married and have a family. Because I, I miss my family now. I miss having we just we in my house
2: and you know trusting all that. I miss all of that. But I mean I'm just saying it's it's just it's more complicated than that. It's more complicated than I,
4: everybody's situation is, is totally this? different. Yeah. But I I think we're we're missing 8191? the ninety one. This
2: is eighty this eighty
1: okay, eighty one ninety one, I think what she's saying is is that um, she's not saying that it's uh, unexpected happening. It, it actually is expected that everybody is going to change, and like I said, I think we're all supposed to change.
2: But she's exactly. taking a
1: point. But you
2: have to also look watch. at the fact. But in changing, you grow. And if it's not but together, you're growing together. You're growing apart. So how can you not grow well, apart? I'm trying to see. No, I think I
4: think I think where I think where you, we're missing each other is. I understand what you're saying, but what I'm asking people who's listening to that message to take into account is you're growing, you grow with your job, you grow with your children, you grow with your family members. But you but, grow but look at with
2: those entities that you're talking about, but you're but you're keeping communication with these things in order to grow. Because on your you, job yes, you communicating your you're, job, you will not grow. You'll be fired. But that's what I'm saying, you're communicating
4: you with those people, you're communicating with those people to foster that relationship and to make it grow so that you can be uh, greater than you were yesterday. So that and, same effort that we're putting into those different relationships, we have to take that same equal energy and put it into the relationship with your spouse when you're saying
2: we grew apart. You and your husband were two willing parties, two whole willing parties. Everybody's not always yeah. a two whole willing parties.
4: Not not because 'cause what? I'm not I'm not always giving an understanding when my husband is talking. Trust me, I'm not. So I'm like, I, I don't even know <laughs> what you're talking right now. I, th- I don't even, why are <laughs> we having this saying conversation? The same thing. We're
0: saying
1: this I think thing. We, what yeah. we're saying is that we have to both hear each other's change, mm-hmm. and we have to understand exactly. that we have to, if, if we're in this together, that's yeah. the bottom line. If we're, we're choosing to be in this together, because no matter, and let me just bring it to me, because I, I can say it a little bit plainer, because I could just tell my business. I don't want Maria to tell all of
2: But I just want to say I this, though. I just want to say before you even start. But you have to look at everybody's tolerance for each other is totally different. That's my thing. You see what I'm saying? My tolerance, uh, your tolerance for your husband is totally different than somebody mm-hmm. else's tolerance for and their child. Under- you see what I'm saying? Everybody's tolerance is completely different. So yeah, your tolerance for the person is that- the going-
1: And I do. I do understand. And let me just say this I understand oh. that everybody has an individual place in themselves. That's being individual. But when you become a unit, is what Maria is saying. You have to understand that this is not just about your tolerance. This is about the functionality of this unit. It's two different little worlds that's coming together, and now you're going to work at, uh, in a unit that's going to move forward. And if you are in this unit, talking about me, 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 my tolerance, my tolerance, my tolerance, you in a you in a paper that you that's who I'm talking about. This is the paper marriage. You're on paper as a community. You're of are in dating and marriage, people, marriage right?
2: Well, 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 well they're talking about the issues in is dating and, dating and dating. marriage right now on the paper, right? So, these no, are a lot of stuff, talking the issues about that's going on right now.
1: Okay, well, listen. The whole synopsis listen, of the whole conversation
2: one. is about the marriage, right? No.
1: Our explanation of what the difference is is having a paper agreement that has me bound to you and me being able to function as a movable unit, it's totally different.
2: It's the same thing. No, it's
1: not. the. Well, okay, you may think that it's the same thing, but I'm saying that it's not. And now we're going to go back to Maria, and we're going to say this. Maria says that she has to use uh, what tools she has in her relationship and that it's not always gravy and that you can move forward from that. So what, what, what do you think is the hardest thing you guys as a unit have had to move through? What, what what was the hardest
4: communication thing you had to be for? communication okay. because my husband in- is a big talker, and uh-huh. I don't like to communicate like my my style of communication is to not talk at all, like I'm just a doer. I don't want to have a uh-huh. long drawn out conversation about it. I just want to do like why do we have to sit uh-huh. here and talk about why you didn't sleep in the bed last night? okay, I didn't sleep in the bed last uh-huh. night, I slept on the couch and i can I not sleep on the couch? Uh-huh. Do we have to talk about uh-huh. it for fifteen minutes? You know, Mm -hmm. like, those kind of things I had to, like, get out of because we both are the oldest, Mm -hmm. and so we Mm -hmm. were used to having people do as we said. And Mm -hmm. I had to realize that in a relationship, I couldn't just have my way, and he couldn't Mm -hmm. have his way, so we had to make sacrifices. And I think the biggest sacrifice Mm -hmm. that I had to make was becoming a better communicator and expressing different things that I didn't like or... How I felt instead of just being quiet and letting things build up, I had to open up my mouth and and say something instead of just letting him do all the talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And trust me, we're still working no. on communication. <laughs> and I think that
1: it's 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 uh, when I look at it in the way of it being two worlds, it's like it really is. It's two whole worlds where, we, you know, we both got two eyes, two ears, a nose, and a mouth, and I'm a man and you're a woman, and we decide that we're going to be together. But just because we want that to work doesn't mean that we understand that, you know, he do this because this is how he, like, we have to figure all of that out. And because we, first of all, and I will admit to it, I'm just going to go and say, I think some of us get in the bed so quick that we forget that we have to do more than just be attracted to this person. Like, we if we want a life. Like, that's why I think some people get married just because of circumstances rather than because of being really in a choice. I had five out of ten guys and four out of six girls tell me, girls, guys and girls, I had them tell me that the reasons why they got married had really nothing to do with having a relationship in the future. It was just about the now. The women wanted to have a wedding. The men wanted to get oh, wow. out of the relationship, uh, what they felt like they had invested into it. Uh, some men said they wanted to get married because it was literally uh, cheaper to keep her than to have these children. Uh, and, and it was children across the board on both sides, but uh, it was it was cheaper to go ahead and have our unit be a unit that collectively – financially was more stable, that's for me to have to try to live this single person's life and then still finance the needs of her and our children. Now, that's just the truth. That's what people said. That's how people have uh, explained it to me. I don't know that that, you know, Maria, you said that it was totally a choice that you guys made, that you guys had children. As a fact, it's the same situation with me. But at the same point, every, every individual little Coming together is different, but the marriage itself is more than just the children, it's more than just the um paper. Uh, what are your expectations? Uh, yeah. for can I say your, something? Your, your family, it's, yeah, who, is that Pianki
5: Yeah, you know, marriage today, well, marriage is, is really can get complicated, you know, from everything from uh, you know, it's it's I can speak more on my family. You know, where we require to do background checks on who it is you marry. You marry into a family. You got prenups that has you know, prenups that enter into the picture. Uh uh-huh. the you mentioned in fact about the one gentleman who used the Bible first. My wife I'm married to uh-huh. now he is much, much younger than I am. And I had to marry because I had, you know, a lot of spousal benefits that I wanted to pass on to somebody. And, you know, therefore, if something happened to me, then she would inherit those benefits. The children would, would inherit uh, other uh, accumulations and foundations and so on. But, uh, then you also had to look at the fact that as the man, as you get older and you talk about uh, getting uh, moving apart, that certain topics of polygamy come into You know, uh, a man can make more babies than any one woman can can bear so there's uh, marriage it can get very complicated uh the papers there because it's a contract a state requires that because of uh because it's a legal contract and there's accumulations that would have to be settled in a court of law and without that contract you couldn't take it to a court of law so i just want to add that in there okay uh and i appreciate it
1: because i think too that we I mean, we have to. You know, I don't know nobody that's got no whole lot of money. You know, not for real, for real. Like I don't. I'm broke, and I know a lot of broke <laughs> And I know, and I know a lot of people who fight over everything. I actually had the judge tell me I have never had anybody come before me for a divorce this number of times. As broke as y'all are, and I said, you Honor, I don't want to be here. I want a divorce. I just want to, you know, sever this part of my life. When some people absolutely do see it as a way of legacy, whether it's financial, whether it's actually I want to have some babies, you know, like there's a growing population of men and women who don't want no babies, who don't want no husbands, who don't want no children, and it's just they're going to be gone. But, well, Maria, you decided to get married. You decided to have children. You decided to have a legacy. And you've admitted that you've gone through things that were not like the greatest. What is your best advice besides communication? Because I think you already said that, that you can give to at least meet uh, at a 15-year mark. Because I think that's significant. That is not a, a small number. You know, some people have been married for 50 years, but they ain't talked to them. Like you that they all sleep in the same bed? They don't like each other, but you actually, you and your husband have a relationship that's functional. You care about each other. You have ups and downs. So to me, that's realistic. What is the best advice that you can give um, to someone who wants to better themselves inside of a, a marriage?
4: The so first and foremost if, advice that I'm going to give is the same advice that was given to me: remove all outside influences. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no outside influences You can't have people giving you advice On your relationship Especially if they're not married mm-hmm. Or if mm-hmm. they haven't been married Because you're mm-hmm. going to set yourself up for a downfall That's like somebody telling somebody how to have a baby And they ain't ever had a baby a day in their life i <laughs> that
1: to me <laughs> I surely did
4: you know, you, you you allow those inside, those outside influences to come into your relationship, and you know, either it's gonna be a girlfriend who's jealous that you got a husband, so she's gonna do what she can to creep on in there and see how much she can take apart, or you're gonna have the naysayers about the relationship not lasting, or have a, a jaded view of your spouse, or the the family unit is going to have a jaded view of either spouse. So you have to remove all those outside influences because at the end of the day, your relationship is your relationship, and you might forgive that person, but those outsiders are going to still have their opinions. Mm. Yeah,
0: that's, that's pretty
4: um, getting... mm-hmm. And my second piece of advice is you got to work at it. you got the the same thing that you did to get that person, you're going to have to do those same things uh. times ten to keep your relationship alive. And then you're gonna have mm. to do more on top of those things to keep it alive. It's just like bathing every day. You're not gonna walk around funky, I I would hope. Mm. You know, you're gonna brush your teeth, you're gonna comb your hair. You should at least wake up in the morning and greet your spouse. You know, we understand that, you know, circumstances prevent, you know, whether y'all not talking to each other or whatever the case may be, you still wanna have that Communication. You still want to, at the end of the day, greet that person when they come home. Make a mm-hmm. make a nice mm-hmm. meal. Make a gesture. You know, it doesn't have to be something elaborate. Just do the little things, and those little things at the end of the day will turn into big things, and your love can't survive. It's not easy, but somebody mm-hmm. got to do it. Somebody got to get somebody. bloody and dirty. Mm-hmm,
1: hmm Bianchi, um, before we go, do you have anything to say? Because, I, you know, I'm going to have to have a last word when we get ready to go. <laughs> Bianchi, 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 Bianchi. Well,
2: I'm,
5: I really appreciate the the young lady. Uh, well, I guess she's not as young as she used to be, but I, I really appreciate she her. She is young. Her. You so old huh? I bet she gotta start
0: over.
1: Start well, she's not, over. 25, she is she's ex- not
5: 25 years old any longer.
1: She's not and a she's baby, but she's a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: she's, yeah, she's she's middle aged and experienced. But I really appreciate her sharing her experience. And the, uh, mm-hmm. the young man that you, the gentleman you had on before her, I really uh, appreciate mm-hmm. his experiences also. I hope he's doing well really? there in uh, Vegas.
1: Uh, I think he's going to do well in Vegas because I believe his wife is listening to the show. And, um, first of all, I don't think that you should have to do anything any different than you normally would do. I think that, well, you know, when you're grown, you can do what you want to do. Maria, is there anything else you want to say before we get Empire here on the end of the show? Besides, we just been excited to we're here and absolutely love speaking with you. I hope this is not the last time you're on the show.
4: No, ma'am, and I. Uh, let me just extend my gratitude to you. It was a wonderful experience for a first-timer, so I really appreciate it. And no, this will not hopefully Thanks. be my last.
0: <laughs> Yay! We will have a on the show, baby. Listen. Yeah. to
1: I don't know what Pianki Piyanki means. I just like saying it. So I'm going to pay for this little quick commercial doohickey. And then, of course, you know I got to say my spirit because I think I am she because uh, I am. Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison@gmail.com at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. Listen, there are four, I think there are four rules of care that are supposed to work with any level of relationship that you're trying to help grow, help heal, help go forward. The first is that you meet the needs of your uh, significant other emotionally. It's emotions is exactly what bring you to that person. I know we can be attracted to people, but when you choose to be in a relationship, I ain't talking about choosing to go get boink-boink. I ain't talking about getting in the bed, pionk pionk I ain't talking about none of that. I'm talking about when you choose someone, you choose them because they fulfill uh, a certain emotional need that you have. It's not that they're emotionally hungry or needy. It just strokes a part of them emotionally that makes them feel good. Number two, avoid being the cause of that person's unhappiness. Nobody wants to be with somebody who is constantly depositing into them something that makes them uncomfortable, something that makes them feel bad, something that makes them unhappy. When you get unhappy, you're on the door to getting out. I don't care how long you physically stay, but if you're in a relationship where the person that is supposed to be the closest to you is the person who brings you the most annoyance, is the most disrespectful, the most anger uh, comes from them, you're going to be very close to being away from that person. Number three it's just basically called the rule of honesty. Being open and honest in a relationship is one of the most important emotional needs that a person can have because it's related to other relationship healers. Like um, if you're not honest, you start to create doubt. You start to make a person act outside of their normal reaction to you. So when you aren't honest and you're not open, you actually open the door for that person to use you less in an emotional way or come to you in a more – relationship way. Who wants to be with somebody who you don't trust? Nothing they say or nothing they're going to do. I mean, that's just not even. I don't care if you're married to them. If you are married to someone who cannot be honest with you, you will soon be without that person. And the last is to take the time and give your spouse your undivided attention. Even when we talk to children, when we're trying to get their, when we're trying to get the point across, you know, we sometimes we want them to hear us and then sometimes we want them to listen to the words that is coming out of my mouth. I say that all the time to my kids. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? And when I'm talking to them like that, usually I'm at their level. I, I get down on my knees if I have to. Right now, I can almost look at my son eye to eye, and he ain't ten. But when I'm trying to tell you something, I want you to have my full attention. I need you to make eye contact with me. What is the worst? Feeling in the world is when you're trying to convey a thought to somebody that you say you care about and they say they care about you, and and they don't even look at you. They don't even hear you. They don't even stop what they're doing conversation. And one of the worst things that I've ever heard happen is people breaking up or finding out something in an impersonal way. I know that sometimes when people die, you know, um, especially if it's in a tragic way, you know, even the police, they're not going to tell you some stuff over the phone. They will take the time, stop what they're doing, make a drive out to your house, They won't even let the news report it until they have done what, made an attempt to get your undivided attention because it's something that we're trying to tell you. How much more is that not important when you're trying to salvage a relationship or even learn of a love that's maybe lacking or something that just needs to change? If you can't give somebody your undivided attention, you're not really giving them the wholeness of yourself. I have really enjoyed this show. It's not made me want to um, necessarily say I do again. Somebody texted me right before this show, not even knowing that this show was, About marriage And he saw a picture of me On Facebook and every time I change a picture He got something to say But this time he said why are you not married And I said I don't know But I'm not necessarily saying that uh, I don't want to be married I just really want to have someone Who absolutely loves me Just for generically who I am Not by what I can give Not by how many babies I can give them Not by how much money we can exchange and pile up Uh, The dreams that I have I want to uh, continue to have those for myself, and I would love for someone to get on that train with me, and I would love to share in someone else's dream. That's why I can't share nobody man, I can't share nobody boyfriend, I can't get in between somebody who is in between relationships. It's complicated. No, the hell it ain't. It ain't. You ain't done, and it's it's not my place to get in the middle of that. I do not share a lot. I will share my advice on this show, but that's about it. I'm not not sharing love. And so I think that marriage has to start at a very pure place, a very uh, uh, particular place. Like it's all out on the table. I want you in my life. And that other person without any hesitation, without any force, without any recollection of it, you know, helping their pocket out or being cheaper, I need you to just want the same thing too. I ain't trying. I'm going to go to Walmart. Like I'm going to go to Walmart I'm not going to strip clubs I really don't think it's going to be no really cute man in there, but I'm going to crawl to the place where I want to be because I feel like that person will crawl to me. And when I say crawl, I'm not talking about literally crawl. I about just being at the bare bottom and the bare basic. You, It's almost like that little note we used to have in first grade, third grade, I don't know, fifth grade. I like you. Do you like me? Check the box. It's very simple. It's about as simple as that. Our show coming up on Tuesday is going to be about this whole conundrum, not brand new, about us losing our black men to violence. Why is it? And I think it's really simple, uh, but people are making it bigger than it um, is. It can be fixed. It can be stopped. It actually can, and we're going to hope to talk to some professionals about that, what we can do, even if it's just weighing in with what you got to say. And we want you to call in next week's show I think it's going to be an extended show too I think it may be a little bit longer than two hours Just because I just want to hear what people got to say Because we're working on a live forum here in the Birmingham, Alabama area And it's going to hopefully start some new things Some new changes with regard to our community. But in the meantime, I need you to listen to this song because I think this is the epitome of where I am with regard to relationship building on a marriage standpoint.
0: Good night. Everybody see I'm the one that lost the views Everybody says we're through I hope you haven't said it too So wait been so far down, we can still touch the sky as we crawl, till we can walk again Then we'll run, until we're strong enough to jump Then we'll fly